Hello, friends, and welcome to my reactions to episode 50 of the Impact Everywhere podcast with Kim Bryden, the founder of Curiate, where we talked about creating an empowered supply chain through food. To kick this episode off, I thought I would open with my relationship to food. I am not a foodie. I'm one of those folks who eats to live. I don't live to eat. And so thinking about food as an art form, thinking about food as an economic engine is something that is a little bit foreign to me in my day-to-day life. And for most of my life, food was something I really didn't put too much energy and effort into thinking about. But of course, in recent years, as I've become more of an environmentalist, my values are starting to show in the kind of food choices that I make. Now, I have to admit that purchasing local has been pretty low on my priority list since I'm quite focused on just making sure I can find enough food to feed myself so I can survive as a vegan. But that being said, I've always naturally gravitated to its purchasing from smaller local restaurants as opposed to choosing big box franchises. So that's decent. I think one of the most interesting things that surfaced from my conversation with Kim was learning about the roles that subsidies or bailouts play inside of these different industries and how biased the system is. I guess you grew up in a capitalist society believing that ultimately market forces of supply and demand are going to ensure that the market stays competitive and the best products thrive. But when you get a little peek behind the scenes of the world in which Kim plays, you start seeing how unfair the system actually is. And that's just talking about supply and demand. Supply and demand itself is deeply flawed since it doesn't even take into consideration the social and environmental cost of services. And this idea of adding subsidies into the mix makes everything even worse. I don't know, hearing... Kim described the scale of the problem just made me want to curl up into a little ball and look the other way, as I think we often do when facing these really large, complex issues. But I was really inspired to see how Kim managed to work her way into the system through these different pillars of consulting, education, as well as connecting of marketplaces. Speaking of which, I think there was a definite lesson there that could be extrapolated to any field. This idea that if you acquire enough knowledge and expertise in a field, you can become an effective consultant. And once you're an effective consultant, then you can start to create educational material to elevate others according to the values that you feel are important that you want to see more of within the industry. And then once you've elevated enough people into the industry, then you have enough clout to demand some form of change through the design of this two-sided marketplace where she is connecting small business entrepreneurs with larger procurement centers. That's something that she could never have done as an independent consultant because she didn't have the weight of a community behind her. And so it feels to me that there is something really interesting about that, regardless of what field you happen to be in, if you can become an expert at something And you can convert that expertise into something that is universally accessible. And from there, create enough of a community in order to start knocking on people's doors and making things happen. That three-pillar system, to me, feels like it would work in almost any industry. It's actually something that I've personally struggled with because I was never able to graduate from the consulting to the education bucket. People look at my work and they're like, oh man, I wish I could go and create these large epic campaigns. But when I try to teach it and I try to spread the knowledge, I am more or less unsuccessful at creating a blueprint or a template for others to follow because I think my work is so custom and so situation dependent. But that's just my own analysis. It's entirely possible that 
I am a terrible teacher or that the work I create isn't compelling enough or isn't formulaic enough to be templatized in that way. Regardless, let's get back to the podcast. One of the other lessons that stood out for me that Kim mentioned that I think is universally applicable regardless of the field that you happen to be in is the importance of leading with your values. We live in a very competitive world and the chances, especially if you're an artist, let's say, the chances that someone else is doing something similar to you is really high. And so ultimately, by adding a layer of your values and adding that specificity to the work that you're doing, it almost adds a layer of uniqueness to the work that you're creating. In every single service industry, people talk about the importance of specializing, finding your niche. And this idea of leading with your values is one of those things. And I can definitely say in my own personal experience, having specialized as an environmentalist rather than just creating one campaign here and there, it takes a lot longer to build up a reputation. But once you have that reputation, it becomes the gift that keeps on giving. If you type environmental artist or environmental photographer into Google, I don't show up too many pages later. And in and of its own, like, sure, maybe less people are searching for environmental photographer than they are searching for photographer. But if and when they're searching for it, they'll stumble across my name and that creates leads for other projects. Now, I do get pigeonholed into one thing, but that is a whole nother conversation that is probably not relevant right now. And speaking of values, the other thing that I enjoyed was hearing how Kim introduced the concept of a report card to the clients that she sells to. It's almost giving them a new checklist of things to look out for and rewarding them for paying attention to the things that money and profit and bottom line don't actually measure. It had me wondering, what if I created a report card for my clients based on our interactions together? Or maybe it's a checklist of all the different things that we should consider as we create a campaign. And the more things that they check off within this campaign, like if they're engaging locally, if they're engaging sustainably, if they're thinking about measuring the impact and focusing more than just on the numbers, Is this something that I could design so that I would incentivize my clients to pay more attention to the systemic change rather than just creating a marketing campaign, which doesn't really think beyond the story itself? And so it had my wheels turning. It works better when you're a coalition as opposed to an individual in the same way that Kim is the spokesperson for over 350 different businesses as opposed to speaking on behalf of one. I don't know if you can really do it on a one-to-one ratio, but there was something really interesting there that just made me want to think about if I were to start thinking about what kind of clients I wanted and what I wanted my clients to care about and be able to speak to, what would those look like? And I think it's just a very interesting question to marinate on. I'd be super curious to hear from you guys if this approach of a report card for the people that you sell to is as interesting to you as it is to me. With that being said, folks, I think those are my most outlandish and weird thoughts and reactions from this episode. I hope you're enjoying it. I'm always learning a ton with each and every one of these podcasts being forced into different situations that I'm not really familiar with. And that's what is the most interesting thing about it. And so I hope you're enjoying this journey. If you want to be a part of these conversations live, please follow us on Clubhouse. We host conversations on Monday, Wednesdays, and Saturdays at 1 p.m. Eastern time. And you can always find more information of up and coming events on impacteverywhere.club. That's it for this week, folks. I hope you have a wonderful week. Stay positive because impact is everywhere.